Welcome back to Kind of Funny's Game of Thrones, the final season in review for the final time. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Tim Geddes. This is Andy Cortez. That is Kevin Coelho. We got the keeper of plot, the explainer of scenes, <laughs> Andrew Renee, and rounding out the group, Big Nick Scarpino. What up? What? It's done. Oh, it's done, dude. We finished it, everyone. Congratulations, everyone. We made it through. Um, I can't believe it. I can't believe it's over. It was a surreal moment last night having the theme song play and be like, wow. It was bittersweet, man. This is it? Yeah. This it, is it? Is it, it over, was though? Was it bittersweet? Yeah. Is it over? It took, me, it took me back to just like, this has been such a huge part of my life. Like, for I, I wasn't there since season one. I hopped in, I believe, towards the end of season three. Mm. But still, I mean, that's like f- almost five, a little bit close to five years. It's it's a big chunk of my life, and it, mm. I did feel kind of like sad. Then like, oh man, yeah. yeah John tweeted last night uh, something that was kind of sentimental and cute about how we started dating watching Game of Thrones, then we got engaged, and now we're married all throughout the duration of... You're playing the real game. Game of Thrones. Game of love. That's right. You know I mean? It's all about the game and how you play it. It is. Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back to the game. I miss this. Do we, do we feel like on any level, though, like given given the two final shots that we got, the three final shots that we got, that we're going to get something later down the road? Doubtful. Like with Arya going off into an unknown cast. land, I, yeah, and John going all so. the far north. Like, I hope you, you have to assume I, they've let themselves at least... For the audience, you you you're given like okay, they're gonna have lives. There's other stuff happening that potentially we, maybe we'll never see, but at least we'll see them. I think it's like better left hinted at for yeah. our imaginations. Like that they did that for a reason, but I think the spinoffs are gonna be way more past based or just total. You don't think we're gonna get Arya the pirate on the high on the high seas? I don't. I don't know. Cool I, I feel like that last conversation that um, John has with Tyrion, where he's like. I probably won't see you again. He's like, I don't know, man. Maybe in like ten years, maybe you'll see me again. It's like kind of. I would leads. You mean to when like Bilbo and Frodo are leaving the shores? I would have thought that. That's a more. <laughs> that's a way more definitive ending for a variety of lore reasons. I can't get into right now. But I would have I thought that until John was like, "Cool." When he was at Castle Black, I was like, "That's cool." And then they opened the gate, and he just bounced north. I'm like, oh, man, we're not seeing him again. We're I, never I, seeing him. No one's going think, that far north. I don't it's think like when I, people want you to visit Tahoe, and you're like, ah, this is so far. It's Tahoe, you know? <laughs> wow. I can't believe you're I don't understand. You three hour drive. Three-hour drive. You go so every like, I do go couple of months. Yeah. But now that it's snowing, it's scary. I don't know snowing. where this I, I feel like if we would ever see this cast in any way again, it'd be in a movie. And I, I could see them doing that. that. And you're, I'd be fine with it. I would totally take it. Uh, this is Game of Thrones, the final season, episode six, The Iron Throne. What a great name for it. The Iron Throne. First aired May 19, 2019. Directed once again by David Benioff and D.B. Weiss. Written by David Benioff and D.B. Weiss. A runtime of an hour and 20 minutes. Reminds me of like Breaking Bad, how like the final episode... Uh What's his face would always uh, direct? Gilligan. Yeah, Vince Gilligan would yeah. kind of take the reins of direction. Yeah, he would always really do cool. this uh, season finale. So this stuff. is kind of like that, like, hey, we got this shit, you know? Bringing it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. land this. Let's land end the ship. That's how you, you do things with ships. You do. You land ships. What What do we think about this one? Oh, I came in with the expectations of being disappointed, and so I didn't, I didn't leave upset because I came in with my expectations <laughs> adjusted properly. Yeah. Um, I think this whole season, as people who have been watching this show uh, with us, um, we has seen that we've been upset at most of the choices that they've made along the way. And so for all of the terrible choices that the showrunners and the writers and the directors have made, up until this episode, I mean, this is they did the best with what they gave themselves to work with, and I'm like, okay, it's fine. I, I, I'm I disappointed like that. that I didn't walk away going, gosh, I love that ending. This episode, having said that, like, I, I totally agree with you, had a couple 
fucking awesome moments. Oh, absolutely. Not the least of which was like all the imagery with the dragons where when she lands and she's walking and you see the dragon wings come out from behind her, I was like, fuck yeah. You know what? I wasn't on board with how dirty they did Danny in this episode until I saw that. I was like, you know what? I'm team fucking Danny now. Let's Good go. Lord. You're like the empire. I <laughs> love it. Let's get has gone. You need someone to read for. <laughs> but I just thought like, like her flying the banner and all that stuff was really, really cool. It's just so disappointing that 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 was what they decided to do with that character so so rapidly. I actually do, I wouldn't mind if we had gotten there over the span of like six more episodes, right? Or even or really hinted that out. But I really do, I feel like that was such a, a one eighty for that character that it was sad. But all the Dothraki and like I felt like that scene was terrifying. You're like, dude, she's gonna just murk everyone now. And Tyrion walking up, and I was like, I thought she was gonna stab him right in the head and be like, ha, ha. you know. So well, the Dothraki. Um, I mean, obviously, I know I'm gonna. I'll wait and hold it until we get to the. To the to the recap, but you guys go ahead and give your thoughts. I really liked it. I thought that it and ended it in the best way it possibly could, given the decisions that they made in the previous couple episodes. Yeah. I thought that there were so many scenes that I'm like, this does feel deserved and earned over the course of the eight seasons. Seeing her walk towards the Iron Throne with the score playing, with the ashes falling, all of that, I'm like, this is so beautiful and so well done. And it's not just a nice shot. It's like I feel like this is good character. This is the Daenerys that we have seen for eight seasons, not the last two episodes. And seeing John go up to her, that whole situation, every, so many of the character dynamics and conversations that we had in this episode, I'm like, fuck, this is why the show is so cool and so special. And I feel like the way that they ended it, while not perfect and not exactly what I wanted, I'm satisfied with it. There was a couple weird choices, like Braun being involved felt a little like what the fuck? This is weird fan service compared to everyone else there. I'm like, all right, this makes sense. That makes sense. Um, but overall, I, I enjoyed it, and I thought that they stuck the landing for how shaky the last couple episodes have been, um, especially when it comes to making it about the Starks. And sure, that might be too happy an ending compared to what we've been led to believe with Game of Thrones. But going into this season, we knew that there had to be an end. There had to be something. Yeah, that's the problem. Is like I was thinking about it. I was like, I'm not... I, I, it was the ending was good. I wish that the way we got here was different. I wish that it was a little bit more fulfilling and a little bit more fleshed out, especially with Danny's character. But the ending was good. And then I was like, but how else would they have ended it? Because I think the, the, the poignant aspect was like, we have to break the cycle of war. And so the only way to do this is how they did it. Because I was like, other than that, like, what what's what what could they have done? Like, that, then they got to go to war with the Dothraki and everyone gets destroyed. I guess they could have done that. But I just I'm really satisfied with how they ended it. I just think that a couple of the key story choices, I was just like, why? Like the North seceding. I'm like, why? Why, was other, why would why anyone be OK with it? it? That, yeah, that was, that yeah, was I, a fan service. We saw, we totally, so much of this because from... we need the queen in the north and then John being sent to the wall. But then he just leaves the wall. It's like I, I think that he was. I, I don't think that he was leaving his post at, at the at the wall. I think that he was more like, oh, I'm going to take you guys to wherever you guys want to go, and then he's going to come back. I got to read that he's going to yeah, be king. I got to read on the wall. Yeah, he's he's going to be the new Mass Raider. Yeah. Like the Starks are all kings now, kings yeah. and queens. I yeah. I, mm-hmm. I I felt like this episode was very very fan service, very predictable, and it just like to me it was a disappointment. Just like as the series finale, I don't think like. Did they do the best they could? Sure, but like it's not like they were cleaning up someone else's mistakes. They made the mistakes that put us in the position where we are at now, where it's like, oh yeah, this is the best. It was like, no, like do a better season. Made it. You should have made it longer and like let it play out instead of rushing everything and making us feel like all these decisions are wrong and like these our characters are not acting the way that like we understood them to to like be. I completely agree with Tim. Um, I. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed a lot of the moments. Uh, I do feel like 
I don't think it was completely predictable because like I don't think anybody saw Brand being chosen. But no. that was kind of like I out of Brand. Brand side. Yeah. Why else would I leave the gym down here? I, I don't. Awesome. I don't love that decision. I. Uh, no. <laughs> but at the, I mean, if they would have picked somebody else. I think the retort would have been, oh, that was so predictable. Like, See, I, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't at this point with, like, D.B. Weiss and Benioff. Um, true. I still loved it. I, I I really enjoyed it. At the end of it, I felt emotional. Like, you know, they really drilled down that fucking theme song. <laughs> um, like so for, many variations. Yeah, so I many cool it. variations. They played, like, the the uh, the major keys with it. It wasn't, yeah, like, a minor. Yeah, that was weird. It yeah. was weird to hear that. It was cool as shit, though. I like really when, enjoyed when it. When John looks back and the door is closing off they to him. They should have cut there. Yeah. It was oh, weird no. that they kept going no, I liked walk it. into I, the woods. I liked it because you didn't see. They cut to a shot of him on a horse and all of his people walking into the north and I think that I liked that shot a lot you saw you saw him look back and you saw him basically sim- symbolizing like that my pass is now closed off to me I'm done and then you saw him looking forward with his people and you're like he's gonna yeah, be king of the wild I feel like they should have cut when he looked back like like looked forward I mean he looked yeah. back looked forward they should have cut instead they dragged the scene on and you saw them from behind walking Bro, into the woods that's my heart right there dog Man, you got that scene Pento? going for a long time yeah. Ghost Great. finally Ghost got, got back yeah. Yeah. Good boy, that, um, that was an audible like uh, yeah moment for me like yeah. in my room like I really enjoyed that um there was a. I, I think this moment did a lot of, or this episode had a lot of moments that made me happy and made me feel satisfied um I still wonder like why did they show that white horse at the end of the last episode if Arya didn't really do anything? <laughs> like, they, it's very strange. There was, I mean, there was so a lot strange. of moments over the season of like, but why did they do that? So, yeah. shall we get into the, uh, to the episode? To the um, so, the plot of God. That's right. Why the didn't first we do that? scene that we have, <laughs> plot of God, uh, that we have is, picks up right after the carnage of the previous episode of the destruction of King's Landing. We have Tyrion walking through the wreckage of the burnt... Um, city surrounding the Red Keep. We've got John and Davos behind him, and they all come across this mother and daughter that Arya saw and was trying to help escape that got burnt by Drogon with the little horse figurine in her hand. And I think that in that moment is when, you know, was really impactful for John. I was like, oh, like the, this was the stakes. I mean, Tyrion already knew that this was going to happen, and I think it was also a, li- a, a weird almost kind of a, a, an allegory for maybe I'm misusing that word for Davos and Shireen mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. have him coming upon her burnt body holding the uh, little toy that he made for her so I think all three of them were really impacted in that moment so I thought it was a really nice mm-hmm. a really nice scene to that kind of man walking by them oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my about God. 10 minutes here no music cues at all yeah Complete silence. There was a lot of silence throughout this whole episode. I re I rewatched it this morning while I was getting ready because I knew I wouldn't need to look at the visuals as much because it was so dialogue focused. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like a ton of silence. And I thought that that in and of itself was impactful. And um, then we cut to Grey Worm um, as they this trio walks up on him as he's sentencing these Lannister soldiers to die. They have them on their knees. They're about to execute them. And then John goes up to him and is like, please don't do this. And then Davos is like, how much more defeated could they be? Yeah. Look around you. We won. And I thought it was just like, you always knew the Grey One was going to kill these guys. I mean, that was the order. And then they have this scuffle between them about like, what is the Queen's order? Davos pulls him away and then was like, let's go talk to the Queen. It's like, yeah, this is like the scene I think everyone's been waiting for. John, like meeting up with Daenerys after all this has happened. And then, of course, they walk away and they kill the soldiers anyway. Violently. Yeah. Well, they slit everyone's throats, right? No. Ridiculous. 
I mean, but that's part of war, right? Is the idea that we already know that she doesn't take prisoners, right? She established that last season. She, she doesn't take prisoners when they don't submit. Yeah, she doesn't they, take prisoners, yeah. except she does, though, because yeah. she took Tyrion and John. Except so. she does. Oh, this is another plot hole, right? Yeah. It's just like, oh, she does when she does, but then she doesn't when she doesn't, which is like... Or you could fight for us. You know, sort of thing with like yeah, the Lannisters and that one. I had kind of hoped that they would have given those soldiers that option to be uh-huh. like, you know, like she gave so many of the slaves when she was in Astapor and Marine. But I do think this is like her f- too far gone moment. You know, like yeah, obviously, of course, obviously, yeah. yeah. Um, so after that scene, then we um, go cut back to Tyrion, who is now broke off from Davos and John to say like, I need to be by myself. I am. He heads to the Red Keep. We see him crossing the map room, this iconic map room that we've seen so many times. Um, he picks up a torch and then heads downstairs, sees all of the rocks that have collapsed into this underground area where he has sent Jamie to hopefully escape with Cersei. Um, I, I do really quickly like John saying like, let me send some guards with you. Like mm. it's dangerous, yeah. you know, and and Tyrion just being like, nah, man, like this is my fucking, yeah. this is what I got to do. It's really cool. And really him saying like, I don't care if I live or die at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. After all that he's been through, he's like, whatever, if I get killed, I get killed. That's just going to be it, I guess. Um, and so he gets down and this is to me uh, my personal most emotional scene of the finale of when he gets down there, he sees Jamie's hand sticking through some of the rubble and then he goes and slowly pulls all the rocks off and we see Jamie and Cersei together underneath, you know, obviously very clearly dead in the rubble and him just having that moment of realizing he's the last of his entire family. Am I the only there. one that saw the hand and was like, maybe that was just like a red hair. Like he just stuck the hand in there just to give a little more time. So then when they buried it out, it was just the hand. Was no. like, you know, fuck you. <laughs> I, I was more like, <laughs> that was they literally could have just moved 30 feet that way. Yeah, yeah. Totally fine. yeah there was tons of tweets of like, yeah. if only they would have stood there or whatever. Well, that's the whole like yeah. Jack and, and, and what's her name on the, on the, on the Titanic. Yeah. yeah. The Titanic on the door. Like she, yeah. all, all the, the diagrams door. of how she could have saved room but for him on the also, door. Also like they could have gone through the hallway trying to go back out and like they would have been fun you know the, the hallway that he comes into yeah. well the way that they shot it during that scene it looked like the the building was crumbling from that direction and so if they had run that way they would have gotten hit by the rocks anyway he sees the hand and then you just see a blade come out like <gasps> blade hand finally <laughs> <laughs> the whole time he chose to never use it what a hero but I do, I do like I do like moments leading up to that though where he he crawls and he sees the rocks there and there's just a, mo- a little glimmer of like light coming yeah. through and you're like oh maybe they did get away and then no, they didn't get away. It was really sad. And and uh, shout out to uh, Peter Dinklage for just an incredible performance. The mm. whole series, but in this mm. moment, uh, just really, really um, hey, did a this. great job sold, yeah. uh, selling. You know, Gia's a hating ass tragedy. He's like oh, Peter yeah? Dinklage sucks. I'm like Gia. What? what? You need to find. She's gonna listen to this. She's what? not gonna watch Gia, it. No. Why? Yeah. Thank you guys. Gia's oh. not welcome in this He's house. He's one of the not. best on this entire show. He played the villain in Underdog, and he was great. He played <laughs> everything. Take that. Oh, he was an wow. elf. He was an elf. Gia, I think you're great, but this, that's a bad <laughs> <Yeah>. take. Um, <laughs> so after this scene, then we um, cut to um, the armies outside. We actually cut straight to Arya, um, and she's still, you know, very dirty, full of blood and, and ash, and not on the horse. She, not on the horse. So the horse is just mysteriously gone, which is whatever. It's fine. It didn't mean anything. So we're seeing her look at the Dothraki, <laughs> <laughs> at the Dothraki as they're kind of all like riled up, um, and she sees John, um, and they kind of have this moment of locking eyes, and then he just keeps walking um, through the Dothraki up towards the top of the giant staircase leading up to the Red Keep where 
presumably Daenerys is going to give her victory speech when we see the unsullied lining the staircase there. The great shot. acoustics. Yeah, the, I mean the whole scene was really really well done. Um, and the reason I wanted to bring up the Dothraki is because I think it's important to remember this is really where Daenerys came from. If you think about season one and everything that she went through with the Dothraki and how she really kind of got her first glimpse of what battle and war looks like through the eyes of the Dothraki. Um, I think we kind of forgot about them because we haven't really seen uh, the no, Dothraki they in their died. element from... Well, <laughs> That's why we, we were surprised that they were there. Yeah, they were all very clearly dead. I was done dead. being mad about that after the Battle of Winterfell because like you have to either continue to to be mad about everything, or you kind of got to go with it and be like, "This I, is the I way mean, but it like is." That, I feel like that's where it's like this no longer has the reality that it always had. Where it's like, "Oh, we clearly saw all the Dothraki die. All the lights went out, and that was the whole regiment going out to attack. Very few men came back, but it's like, oh, never mind. No, 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 no. Half of them survived, and it's like, where did they go? Wait." How how did half of them survive? I, it doesn't make any sense. And like that to me is like fan service being like, oh no, don't worry, they still made it through. And it's like, wait, how? But it, it doesn't matter how they did. And it's just like, well, it's happened throughout the whole series. Yeah, well, <coughs> Arya got stabbed like a million times. And yeah, yeah, and those were weak moments that we can point to and be like, that's what makes this like that's what makes the later seasons nowhere near as good as the first few. Yeah, I, I agree yeah. with Andrea though. Like you know, they've they've made mistakes at this point. I'm just. Let's see how this ends. Yeah, you know? so. and, I, and I also think that some of that stuff can be explained away just budgetarily, right? Like you can't show thousands and thousands of people all the time. So sure. they just have to say, hey, a lot of these guys survived because they it's didn't not really... budget, though, because no. they said they died. But like even when you saw so even when we saw the Battle of uh, Winterfell, there, you only saw like maybe a thousand people in the shot. You know what I mean? Like you didn't see it. We haven't seen this many Unsullied ever. As we get in this shot that she's about to talk about, where just there's when she just, go, just when she them, well, no, wait, them wait, at the very yeah. first at the very first time she encounters them, like that's the last time. Yeah, right? when she wins them over, and there was only like twenty is, of them when they went to go see Cersei yeah. at the wall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what I'm saying is like I, I I get what you're saying, Kevin. I'm totally with you, but like we don't ever really get a sense of scale for what these armies are in the show, just because True. they just can't do it. Like yeah. we're supposed to think there's like fifty thousand people fighting these wars and at any given time we only see like three hundred. <laughs> yeah. you know? yeah. And they're like and then they just did they did the cloning tool in yeah. Photoshop where they just kept putting them back into the alleys. Yeah, my my kind of feeling about it, if all the things to be mad at, this is not the top of my list. So we hear a speech from Daenerys as she speaks to the, the Dothraki. She reminds them, you know, you fulfilled all your promises to me. You killed the men in the iron suits. You tore down their stone houses. You know, and I, I thought it was a really nice, you know, uh, callback to when she gave her big speech after burning all the calls back when she thought she was going to become their prisoner. And she was like, nah, bitch, I'm going to show you who's really in charge here. Um, really reminding us of her strength and what she's been through as a character and why she is standing up there. She then names Grey Worm um, the queen's master of war, calling him her most loyal friend and servant. And it's like, he has... I mean, he's a great soldier, but I mean, a master of war. What does he know about fighting, you know, battles against political allies or, or political enemies? You know what he's I mean? He's a yes man, though. And that's all she needs. That's true. I really, I thought. Also, that, who else was it going to I be? I thought her yeah. writing was really strong in this episode mm-hmm. throughout the entire thing. Uh, her saying the exact same thing she always has, but now the context is so different, and it's just—it's a really cool. That is what Game of Thrones is about. Which is—is is there good and bad, or is it just? 
the same person at any moment they can be either because it's literally like the same words being said and we see this later with mm-hmm. her and John right so then she continues with her speech talking about like from Winterfell to Dorne like from Lannisport to High Garden, and then she calls out all these places like saying, we need to liberate these places saying, we're, like, right we're mean? going to live the people of King's <laughs> Landing are liberated and in my mind I'm like nah they're bitch all they're dead. all dead yeah. um, and then she's like we need to liberate all of these people all across the seven kingdoms I just imagine John being like did she fucking say Winterfell like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then she asked, you know, the crowd, will you break the wheel with me? Um, I came here to break the wheel. Will you break it with me? And it's oh, just like, riled up. I mean, and that's when I think during the latter part of her speech is when we kind of get the hint of like, is she a little mad with power? Is this war ever going to end? Because I think even as viewers leading up to this moment, we thought that this would be it for her. That no, she's like, she's on the Iron Throne. Like she won. But clearly not. And then Tyrion comes forward. He, um, she says, you committed treason. He pulls the uh, queen's hand pin off of his vest. What a thro- badass, man. Throws it down the stairs. And this is when the Unsullied were, were banging their spears up and down because she had just named Grey Worm the, the master of war. And then they stop when they see him throw the pin. And she says, um, you know, about this committed treason. And he said, yes, I freed my brother, but you slaughtered a city. And, and I, at that line. moment, I, I thought maybe line. she would have killed him like right yeah. then and there. Yeah. But, it was really but, funny like, when they, not... they cut to the silence of the crowd because the Unsullied mm-hmm. saw banging. But in the background, like the thought they're accurate, still like having orgies and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're still, like, going, they're still yeah, going buck wild, but it's like completely silent. Like, <laughs> yeah, so here's my question, though, as as uh, this is a legit question, not rhetorical. Did she would, was her plan always to go further than King's Landing? I always thought that she was going to get the throne and then and then there would be peace. Because that's what, she made that's it, what she the made assumption like I had was as well. She, she made it seem world. like there was tyrants yeah. in, uh, like there was a tyrant ruling Winterfell and shit like that. Like, and it's <laughs> just like, wait, that doesn't, yeah, like they've sworn allegiance to you, dude. I feel like throughout the seasons, though, I feel like her goal has changed. It's always been the Iron Throne, but once she started doing the Marine stuff and Astapor and all that and freeing yeah. the slaves, I feel like the reason she stayed over there so much longer than like for so many seasons mm-hmm. uh, before coming over was she was like, oh, fuck, I have more to do with the power that I have. I need mm-hmm. to free people. More money, so more like, problems. I need to make things better in the long run, Yeah, not just so freeing I, them I, and th- going away. I think that away. this is in line with her plan. I just think that it's in a very different way where before liberating, I mean, Freeing the slaves and now liberating means killing everyone. Decimating everyone. Is, is that Mass what she genocide. means? Like, it, like, She's like the Joseph Stalin of Game of Thrones. I, I was I was confused though, where it's like is she saying she liberated them by killing them? Like No, I think that I, I mean I think, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like I, I get that we're supposed to buy that she's this mad queen now, but no, but I think Kevin, I think what it's trying to show is <sighs> that she was saying that they were all bad because they followed Cersei. So she's going to go to each place and be like, do you follow me? And if their leader says yes, she's like, you're good then. Mm. And if not, it's like, you're you're following the wrong person then. Fuck y'all. Yeah. And I think the, the, they did a good job of setting up, you know, her inevitable downfall through this scene. And so she leaves. She has this moment where she locks eyes with John. They don't say anything. He's clearly very upset with her. And she's just like, I'm in she charge. She walks away. She walks away. And then Arya appears next to John. So cool. Yeah. I love that. The camera's going over. Arya's just there. I'm like, yeah. Psycho. And they have this moment um, where she says, you know, you'll always be a threat to her. You know, just so you know, like, because John has maintained she is my queen. She's my queen. Mm. She'll always be my queen. Lying to him the whole time. He's clearly not that big of a threat to her because she's totally fine letting him walk in with a sword and her being unarmed in the throne room. (laughs) 
and he had a he cool did, side that he's never had before. Raphael I was like, where did you steal that from, Raphael? Exactly. It's it's weird that he disarmed himself to go visit uh, Tyrion, but then not to visit her. You know, like there were guards yeah. outside that were like, give me your weapons. And yeah, you would like, think she'd have over. like, if, if this guy, like, because you get the feeling from her that she gets it, like, this yeah. guy is a threat. But then, like, hey, I just, oh, good to see you, man. Hey, how's it going? Like, yeah. oh, no, Come dude. Come hang out with me. What Look the fuck? Why would I, even, I don't know. There's a couple, couple things in this episode that I'm like, once the Dothraki figured out that she was dead, why did, wouldn't they have torn everything apart? Like, would they had, you can't control them. They would have just yeah. fucking decimated the city at that point. I don't think so. I, because if we, from everything we've learned about the Dothraki, like, they follow strength. And if she was allowed herself to be murdered, then she, in their eyes, would be weak, right? Well, then what we would have gotten is the Dothraki would have fought w- amongst themselves to find a leader. And then they would have left. And then that leader would have left or started pillaging all over right. um, Westeros. There's was it a- implied that Grey Worm was still their leader? Like, were they on the ships leaving with the Unsullied? I, I, th- I didn't see We did see not them. see the yeah. Dothra- what happened to the Dothraki after right. that initial battle speech. Yeah. So They're still power orgying back in the back. <laughs> They're going to Dorne, dude. Dorne you, you, does it better. Dorne knows how to You see a couple of them like walking throughout. Like, when John is leaving, you see like a couple of them in the background. So it just seems like they're just all hanging out. They're trying to blend in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to blend in. Hello, would you like Uh, to purchase some? Like, like, they become like village. (laughs) Um, Stand PCs. Market sellers and shit. (laughs) So now we cut to John inside the castle, going to where Tyrion is being held uh, a prisoner. Um, Then they have this really impactful moment between the two of them, a a speech where Tyrion essentially convinces him that he needs to murder Daenerys. Game Um, of Thrones at its best, I think. I love this because this felt like this was in line with these characters from episode one all the way through. And again, it's taking into consideration the good and the bad, but... I think the good is what matters more here because in these moments, Tyrion wins. And we see the writing like uh, chops at, at Benioff and Weissat, like in terms of like dialogue. I think they are phenomenal dialogue writers. And we have that great reference to Varys where my, he, Varys's where, ashes can tell my ashes. See? Yeah. I told you. I love it. Mm, yeah. Right. It, was a, it was a great line about Tyrion admitting that he betrayed his best friend. I don't think we'd ever heard him call yeah. Varys his, his best friend before and how much that clearly impacted Tyrion that we didn't really get to see in his arc this season at all. Um, he says, I betrayed my queen and I would do it again. And um, he looks at, um, Tyrion looks at John and is like, would you have done it? You felt the power of riding on the back of a dragon. Would you have burned the city? Um, John's like, I don't know. Maybe. It's like, nah, bitch. Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah. No, come on, no way. Come on, no way. Bro. Yeah, done it. Exactly. Bro, come on. Just, she believes her destiny is to build a better world. And then they have this back and forth about love is more powerful than reason. Look at my brother. Tyrion says, look at what it did to Jamie and to Cersei. And then John pulling the Master Aemon quote or Master Aemon quote of love is the death of duty. And then duty is the death of love. They have this back and forth um, about philosophical quips. And I'm like, okay, cool. So what are we getting to here? No, but see, I love this though because this is them mm-hmm. not forgetting the history of this show and Absolutely. Talking, referencing Aemon even it's just like he is a Targaryen and he was with John. it's like there's so much beautiful shit going on there that I enjoy because for the last couple episodes it's felt together, like they yeah. forgot a lot of the things that happened in the past and I like yes. that this was like this is the conclusion yeah. to the show and this is this is the most game moment of the game right is that we get those 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 ethical and moral like problems 
where it's like in order to do the right thing, you have to do this horrible thing. And that's Game of Thrones right yep. there. Mm-hmm. Right. And vice and, versa. And Tyrion even acknowledges that. He's like, you know what? I know what I'm asking you to do is a terrible, awful thing, but it's the right thing. And then John moves to leave and says, she is the queen. And in that moment, I, I like wrote, wow, period in my, in my notes. Because I was like, still after all Come that. On, and then Tyrion throws one last Hail Mary, which is like, what about your sisters? Yeah. Do you think they're going to bend yeah. the knee? And I think that was the line that pushed John over the edge. Yeah. Something that's really cool I saw someone bring up on Twitter is uh, there was a line uh, that, that Ty- Tywin said seasons ago, I think it was to Arya, that was just like, whoever has to say that they're the king is not the real king. Like, you just you are the king, you're respected as the king. If you need to say it, something's wrong. And Daenerys says, I am the queen a bazillion times mm-hmm. this season. It's yeah. Cool. Oh, that's interesting because he says that to Joffrey, right? Joffrey, yeah. Yes. Tywin yeah, says it to it Joffrey. Was. Tywin and Joffrey, yeah. Was it Tywin? Oh. Uh, yeah, because no, Tywin no. was really the only one that could keep Joffrey in his place. Yeah. Um, even his own mother couldn't do it. So after that scene, we get uh, this really fantastic animated scene with Jon walking up to where the throne room is. And you get Drogon, who has been underneath oh, the snow, cool. does this shake. It's not sh- snow. And it looks very clearly it, like it snow. It looks like snow. There's many points where you see it, like um, yes. on someone's like sleeve, and it looks like snow. Not that ash. Yeah, yeah. No, but like, ash. how would there still be ash falling that much? It looked white. Well, it I mean, looked like this snow was, to me. You have to assume this was like just moments after. No, 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 no. This was moments after. Yeah, this is like the like right after. Yeah, right after. It's down. all ash. It just looks like snow. Yeah. Uh, like I, I think. Although it, that does back the question. But wasn't winter supposed to come at some point? Yeah, yeah. and it doesn't. It looks like snow winter's to coming, me. It's still coming. Uh, what, I mean, I what, it came as Jamie left at this point. When they arrived there to blow King's Landing to shit like it was, it was not snowing. not snowing yeah. at all yeah so, so it, it's all when ash. Jamie left it was so like ash snow whatever so. the fuck it is <laughs> it a, it this is cool, a fucking awesome it was a cool moment. scene where Drogon shakes it off he gets up he's clearly guarding the door where Daenerys is but then he has this moment this face off with Jon where he's like oh it's just you I know you yeah, right. go great on I mean the cinematography that shot yeah, the, it was a really the, cool the shot the wide shot of Drogon looking at Jon and Jon's super tiny like what and a just, beautiful and, and Jon and, and uh, uh, Kit Harrington selling it, where he's like, "Fuck!" Like yeah. Yeah. you can tell he's still terrified of these things because he has no control over them. And it, then they go, ah, you so can pass it. "It's super yeah. good." The uh, the it's Dark like Souls you get into meme the club, and you're like, "Yeah, okay, all right, cool." I didn't know if I was gonna get in. But Did you all see the Dark Souls meme that kind of went around? They they overlay mm-hmm. the Dark Souls UI on top of this, and like mm-hmm. you walk up, and then Jogon kind of shakes it off, and then he becomes a boss that you have to fight. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that seems right. Um, so now we have this really symbolic moment with Daenerys, and the cinematography in this scene was fantastic as well. This whole episode was really well shot. This is um, one of my favorite scenes in the entire show. Mm-hmm. Her walking in, like, seeing the throne. From from that moment, hearing the music, like, the version of the theme that they use is yeah. so beautiful. The ash falling as she walks is just something that we've seen hinted at for so long. And from that moment up until John killing her, I just think is so good because her getting to the throne, the story that she tells him about the um, hearing stories about how many swords were there and not even being able to imagine it. And it's the same type Thousands of words, words yeah, that whatever. Daenerys has used the entire show. But all of a sudden, like, John calls her out. As just, and when he interrupts her story. I love that. That was, like, some of the best fucking dialogue we've seen. I love it so much. Yeah, no, it was a it was a really powerful scene for a variety of reasons. So um, they, she's, as Tim was saying, they 
had this interchange about her talking about her brother explaining to her what the Iron Throne was, and then him just cutting to the chase of like, I saw people die. I didn't see it coming. Little children Mm -hmm. burnt in the streets. Have you been down there? And I think that was really important for him to be like, have you seen the carnage of what you did, the impact of who you killed? Because clearly she hasn't, right? She hasn't been down there to see all the people that are dead and dying actively in the streets. And then they have this back and forth where he's trying to suss out you know what her plan is and she talks about how she wants him alongside her we're going to remake the world we're going to break the wheel together we can do it and then he says i'm tired (laughs) pretty much um and then he's like but what about Tyrion? you can you can let him go and then she's like no i can't and he's like but you can but you totally can it's up to you you can totally just do it and then she says we can't hide behind small mercies it really kind of a hint of her growing into her role as a as a kind of ruthless leader, someone who has to make hard decisions as as the queen of the seven kingdoms, and then them having this philosophical back and forth about what is good. How do you know what is good? And then her saying, "I know what is good, and so do you. You've always known." And then the the line I think that did it for John was um, he says, "But what if I don't know?" And then she's like, but you do. And he's like, but what are the other people that's, that think that they know what's good? And then Daenerys says, they don't get to choose. Yeah. And I think that was the line that drove it home for Jon. He was like, all right, I, I got to do it. Yeah. And then he did it. And then he stabs I lo- her. I love that he was going to go. So and always. And I, that yeah. was the moment like, we have 40 minutes left in this. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love that because I, I expected, I thought John was going to kill I thought this was going to be a final five minutes. But I minute thought it was going to be like towards the end. Yeah. I love the choice they make. I love how quick it was because we get it. We don't need to be in John's head more. I feel like they did such a great job setting up his conversation with Tyrion leading into this was just like so so good yeah. and then this really cool scene um, with Drogon so as soon as she's stabbed you kind of hear the rumblings of Drogon outside and then he flies into the throne room and Jon is there still holding Daenerys's body as she's you know as she's just died um, and, and it's <laughs> scary dude yeah, I was like I, is Drogon about to fuck Jon I, 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 okay yeah, I, I wish she had I wish she had that was it. the end of all the Targaryens but instead he doesn't and instead he destroys the Iron Throne and it's just like I like that I, I get it but at the same time that's not the case like Iron Throne while no longer physically existing it still exists yeah. you know but as it was much, a different though. person yeah, sitting on it it's funny because John when we were watching together he says that dragon hates symbolism and I <laughs> It down because it's so funny. Because, like, as cool of a scene as it was of Drogon it was cheesy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> melting so cheesy. down the Iron Throne, why on earth would Drogon melt the fucking Iron Throne? But I, she's I, been talking about it a yeah, lot. Yeah, I was going to say, I, but he I doesn't kinda, know what it is. But I kind of gleaned that dragons, dragons are, are a lot like smarter smart, than we thought they are. And he's just been like, I'm so tired of everyone fighting over this fucking thing. I'm going to yeah. roast this thing and just bounce. I don't yeah. care anymore. Yeah, and I was like, oh, the take I, like I saw, and that I, 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 while cheesy, I do think it's super cheesy, so but like, like, you know, it wasn't John that killed Danny. It was the Iron Throne that was her sort of undoing her undoing or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But still, like, I, I still think it was cheesy as fuck. I, I, yeah. It but was, I, I, but I kind of liked it too. Like I don't know. It's kind of like the, it's I a three finger scale, Nick. It's three finger scale, right? No. I think story wise, yes, the way they did it might not have been the most like delicate way, but they needed to get rid of the symbolism of the throne because that we're gonna as we're gonna see like yes. five, four or five scenes from now is exactly what this whole series is built up to. It's no longer about 
whoever sits on the throne has power. It's about everyone gets to decide who has the power now. Well, no, 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 not everyone. Throne. It's this small council gets to decide. Sure, but they're like the representatives of all the regions, right? They're the, they're the heads of the houses, and yes, they didn't get picked to be heads of the I houses, mean, but they are they are the yeah. ones. At least there's some level of democracy or republic now that they're living in. As far as like, you can't just have like I love the line we get later where like sons of kings tend to be little shitheads or however it was. Sorry, yeah. on you. It's um, all right. So I, I like that. And and so you had to, like, the Iron Throne needed to be melted. It had to be melted I, But, somehow. like, this isn't, like, the end of the game. This is just now the game is slightly different. There's not, like, a, a trophy at the end. Like, there's still a king, and, like, these people will be playing the game still afterwards. Sure. But that's always going to be the case, that's right? Politics, like, that's always going to be the case. Yeah. Anytime, anytime you have, like, millions of people that need to be ruled over, you're going to have some people that are vying for power. And that's mm-hmm. and, and I think that we, we see that at the very end, too, when Sam's like, what if everyone just voted? And then they and fucking laugh, laugh at him. At him. Yeah. You're like, okay, uh, we're not that far. That, we're not that, that far so yet. Okay. Yeah. We're not that yeah. progressive yet. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So Kevin, it's race culture, dude. Perfectly into our next scene. So Drogon picks up Daenerys' body and then flies away. Presumably, we never see from him or hear from him again even though Bran alludes to it later on so so now we have um, we cut to Tyrion um, inside of his cell presumably weeks later several weeks later months later yeah it's a bigger beer Um, yeah it's been I mean obviously the people have to travel down from the Mm -hmm. north to get here um, and people are coming in from Dorne and from all over and so they Grey Worm and some of the Unsullied bring him before the council, the same place where they had tried to have a council with Cersei, where she falsely told them she would help them fight the army of the dead. And um, kind of a cut I wasn't expecting. Like I, I didn't expect this sort of time change to happen. Well, when it was happening, I was like, "What's going on?" Uh, they well, they I mean, dipped to black after John, like yeah. after, after the dragon left, and I thought I was going to say like five. ten years later. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 No, so, it was not five years later. It was just a couple months. But before we find out what happens, let me tell you. This episode's brought to you by Hims. Sixty-six percent of men lose their hair by age thirty-five. The thing is, when you start to notice hair loss, it's too late. It's easier to keep the hair you have than to replace the hair that you've lost. That's why you should be like Nick and Andy. And go to fourhims.com, a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat hair loss. These are well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. There's no snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. These are prescription solutions backed by science. There's no waiting room, no awkward in-person doctor visits. You can save hours by going to 4 Andy and Nick did it. They went online, talked to a doctor, sent in some photos, and got matched with the prescriptions to help fight their thinning hair. Order now. Listeners get a trial month of Hims for just $5 today right now while supplies last. See website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or pharmacy. Go to F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash K-F-M-S. That's 4 dot com slash K-F-M-S. Kufmas. Kufmas. Merry Kufmas. <laughs> Back to the plot, Andrew. Um, so now we're coming to a very important pivotal scene in the finale where Tyrion is brought before this council. We see kind of like the who's who of Westeros who's left here, right? We finally get to see Yara again from the Iron Islands. We get this new Dornish prince, whoever he is. Uh, Robin of the Vale is all grown up and super tall, <laughs> super apparently. Sexy. He looks. He reminds um, me of Kevin's hot brother. <laughs> oh, is that how that was? I didn't. Yeah. Did you not realize? No, I, I didn't realize. He had like the Kevin. exact same clothes on. Yeah. the whole show. Yeah, he never changed up. <laughs> yeah, but what's yeah. the last time we saw that kid? Like um, uh, when they ago, yeah, yeah, the Battle of Bastards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we've got Davos, Brienne, and Gen. Um, kind of hanging out I love together. How Davos is like, 
don't know why I'm here. <laughs> I can't, I can't, there, do I get a vote? I don't know. Whatever. There are a lot of people there that it's like, you're only here for fan service. No, and I that's what I wrote. Edmund yeah. Tully is alive. What the fuck? Oh, he's not alive. We knew he was alive. I know, yeah. but like, we haven't seen him he, he since makes... that moment at River Run where where the Blackfish, you know, got destroyed by by Jamie. So, that wasn't that long ago, though. Like, yeah. it feels long to us because it's been three years. Right. But like season wise and events that have happened, that wasn't it was like that a season long and a half ago. ago. Yeah. But also, like, Short I think seasons. the reason why I was so confused is like, why, who even cares about him? Yeah. And so, like, the fact <laughs> well, that he they, was there they was made so. That point. You know, they did. And so, was, I mean, we've got Sansa moment. Arya. And brand the, the Starks yeah. all together, and then you know they have Tyrion there, and Grey Worm clearly is trying to get justice. And they're like, "Well, where's John? You were supposed to bring both both of the prisoners." And they're like, "We're not bringing him. He's our prisoner. We do what we want. You're not our boss." Until um, ten seconds later, when they're like, "Okay, cool. I guess you I guess guys decided you the a king. Now. I'll see you guys later. We're gonna leave." Yeah, whole- it's so it's so dumb. And like again, the people that were there, mm-hmm. it didn't make a lot of sense. Like, why was Brienne there? Why was Aria and um, it's like I don't know who's who's. Is Brienne I guess not Sa- the head of her Sansa's? house? Huh? Is she the head of her house now? Yeah, but that house is underneath. Like I think the Tullys. What we were trying to figure I out. I think later. it's underneath the Tarleys. But because if the Tarleys, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure. Samwell's house. Yeah, but I'm not but positive. Samwell I would have though. to look up the actual like org chart of like yeah. where yeah. that where Tarth sits underneath uh-huh. the houses. But um, I, I mean, mean, I just got that they were the only ones left. Yeah, like, and I, I got that she was there to killed. protect. I got that she was there to protect the Starks in yeah, case I, I something happened. I thought that too. Is I feel like there was a couple representatives, and then there's a couple like not bodyguards, but just like, like you know, they're like with heavy, like like the plus yeah. ones. Typically, don't plus sit ones. on like the <laughs> council chairs. You know, it was hot, dude. They had to stand. It's a different, it's a different time. Yeah, I, I just thought this was so fan service. It was weird. It was a weird choice to have all those people there because they made the decision to have characters we haven't seen, which I thought was good. to represent the other places, but then yeah, some like why was John or Robin Aaron's like mentor guy there? Because he, he's a different family. Right? Yeah, but they're still the but he's under the Aaron's the in the veil. So he would be he would he that was a little weird. like he shouldn't have Robin been sitting is there. His yeah. commander essentially. Oh. It's but, the same reason why like none of the other northern lords were there because mm-hmm. Sansa represents the north, and so yeah. they wouldn't have a say at that council. Yeah. It's like, the same reason why at the, there? at the Let's Play panel, Jeff Ramsey's there, but also Greg Miller. <laughs> And you know, great, that's, really a, that's a great analogy. Too. So yeah. he's the leader, you know. So then Tyrion far. starts yeah. on this speech, this long speech of him being like, "I've had lots of time to just sit and think in my cell." And he's like, "What unites people? Armies, gold, flags, stories." And then he goes into this long thing about the keeper of the stories, and that's why I think Bran the Broken should be king. And then he goes into all the reasons why Bran should be king. Um, rulers shouldn't be born; they will be chosen. Why do you think I came all this way? It was just like such a zinger of a line. The whole the whole way that this scene unfolded was just kind of frustrating, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. when <laughs> Samuel tries to. When he tries to be like, but wait, what about democracy? Let the people pick. And they and then all they, laugh at him. And, and then he just, just goes like, and sits right. back down. And I was there, like, here's okay. my thing. I don't think that I don't have a problem with Sam putting that out there and like yeah. them laughing at it. I do think that this whole thing was wrapped up really not conveniently, just weird. The Tyrion's like, I'm the prisoner. I don't know why I'm the one that gets to say right yeah. now, but uh, you get to be king. And it's like, oh, then now we're okay. It felt like a lion. <laughs> Someone just can fucking, r- whatever rule he wants, he can just yeah, write. Just that was it. weird. And I feel like there was such a tonal shift once we got to the, the dragon pit scene on, mm. where so much of this episode, I'm like, 
is this a almost light comedy now? Like, there's a lot of jokes. There's a lot of just like, like Tyrion kind of putting the seats later. Like, like the fact like, that Grey Worm didn't like fucking hit him in yeah. the face. Like, shut up! Like, yeah, 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 yeah. like he, he told him to shit. shut up. He told him to shut up twice or yeah. whatever. But I felt like. I, I did feel like why is why does Tyrion have like, everybody's attention right now? I think the why reason, is he allowed to have? I this? think the reason why he's allowed to have it is because he's the last representative of House Lannister, right? And Lannister is clearly one of the most powerful houses in the Seven Kingdoms. And even though they just toppled, you know, the previous Lannister family, he's already, lately, he's though, already yeah. proven that he's no he wasn't aligned with them and their political goals a long time ago. Yeah, but um, he, one of his last like acts to like uh, while Daenerys was still alive was betraying her and releasing. Well, that's what he his, said. I he's, love his line of fifty percent hate me for this, fifty percent hate me for that. Yeah, yeah, right, I, I can't be. Yeah, and, what an analogy for this whole episode. Yep, yeah. no, for real. <laughs> Oh no! I was just gonna say, like, I think, I think, th- what I liked about the scene though was that the, he what, he showed up and everyone's like, we have no idea what to do at this point, and he was the only person who had some level of plan. So everyone's like, yeah, let's go with that one. I yeah. like that. I mean, also the Tully like guy being like, well, if we need a leader, and it was just like, really shut weird. up, sit the fuck Shut down. the fuck Uncle, up, well, sit down. Such <laughs> yeah, stupid comedy to throw in there. Gap that they had was, was this idea that Grey Worm was somehow set up as the guy who had been ruling King's Landing in like it's the preceding months. Yeah. The, since the battle and since Daenerys's death, and that they kept Tyrion alive, I'm just like, the, why would they have kept Tyrion alive? Yeah, why would they have it. kept Jon John Snow <laughs> alive? It doesn't make any well, sense. But but I think we got that. She uh, Sansa has that one line where she's like, "If you do this, there's a lot of people outside of the city that are going to like wage war. So there's a lot of but Northerners that are still there. there. They had to get there from yeah. the north. no. But you have to assume that there's still a lot of Northern troops left from the from left the siege. over from the siege. Like we yes. didn't see them, but because they were outside, because why would they party with the Dothraki and the Unsullied? Like you assume they went back to their camp and were mm-hmm. there. So I got from that that hey, if you kill John. There's about twenty thousand northerners outside of the gate that are just going to kill everyone, and we we got to stop this. And at that point, Grey Room was like, "Fuck, they're right. Like, we can't keep fighting. This is stupid. It's going to just mm-hmm. kill." Like, the point was, it doesn't matter anymore. You're just going to. It's just killing for killing's sake at this point. Pick a fucking leader. Let's have peace. Everyone, go retire. What I thought was really like egregious and like it just interesting that they didn't go anywhere with this was the fact that like Varys was writing letters telling people, "Hey." This dude is Jon Snow is actually Jon Targaryen or Aegon Targaryen, whatever you yeah. want to call him. Uh, and nobody like, brought it up. Nobody brought it up. No, not one person was like. It was a plot device that you could, they could have never introduced in the series. Would have been fine. Yeah, <laughs> it was a little. He could have just been Jon Snow, the the bastard son of Ned Stark, the entire, the entire show. Time, yeah. And yeah. like his arc would have been just fine without it. It's like true, it was they, a weird. Well, they needed a weird, drive. They needed like a drive Danny, between. Though. Yeah, yeah, but also they but, didn't need to drive a wedge with that. Yeah. I'm with Andrea. Like what what drove the wedge between them is that people were just more loyal to Jon. Like he had a whole entire region of the north that just loved him and made elect him king. That could have been enough. They and the fact that, that he saw her kill all of those innocent yeah. people was enough for him to make the decision he did. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with the fact that he was half Targaryen. Yeah, yeah that we right? never got a resolution just, for that. It's like, sad. Why did the dragon not kill him so that we can have this ending shot of him walking off to the north and being like, oh, well, I guess he's going to live his life now? It just <laughs> yeah. seems Bro. so like, blood. happy ending. HBO yeah. needs sequels. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So. 
we get to this moment where you know Tyrion has nominated Bran to be the king, and it makes sense. I mean, he he would be a good ruler. And then they kind of say what after that, the lords and ladies of Westeros will choose their rulers. Rulers will not be born. He gives this whole line mm. about how like, the sons here. the sons of kings aren't generally fit to rule, and Sansa, you know that. And then they do this vote where everyone votes, and then this comes down to Sansa as the last vote. Even though clearly, if she had voted the other way, like she's overruled at this point anyway. It's more symbolic than anything. Then she stands and she says, "The North will remain an independent kingdom as it was for thousands of years." So stupid. Instead another, of just saying, "Another yes, stupid. I vote for Bran because it's a Stark on the Iron Throne, and the North can bend the knee to one of our own household mm, members." Yeah. She says, "Nah, bitch, I still want to be queen too." Yeah, because so her dumb. reasoning was. <laughs> Her reasoning was they don't want to bend a knee to anyone. And then we get a scene five seconds later where they're like, Queen of the North. And it's like, whoa, okay. Like, this she makes no sense. She got that dope ass dress, though. Not only that, but like, was dope. Yeah. But yeah. If, I had voted, if I had voted for, for Bran, and then I knew that it was an option to just be like, no, I can yeah. be my own independent. I'm you like, saw oh, the other space. Yeah. She had a reaction to it. Yeah, that's a little funny. Like, if I was like, I'd be like, I'll take my back. I'm like, I take my vote. I didn't know we could be free. That was such a dumb moment. It's such a dumb moment, and it like continues this whole bullshit fan service. It's like, why? Why would this kingdom be allowed to be free? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense but, to me. But, uh, again, it is a bad fan service moment because fans have wanted this. Fans who love the Starks and stuff like Alyssa, who has read these books for years, is like, I, at the end of the day, I want the North to be free in their own kingdom, and they did it, but they didn't lead up to it in any good way. It just came out of nowhere, and it's just like, oh, okay, I guess that's happening. It's now. What, what's silly about her being like, for thousands of years, we've been free. Yeah, that's true for literally all the other houses. They were all kingdoms. Like when. Um, What's it, Aegon the first came in and took over? Everyone had been Aegon a kingdom. Aegon the Conqueror. Aegon the Conqueror. Yeah. Like there was, they said seven kingdoms, and it's like, well, then why do you still get to be free? Yeah, that it, was because your brother's on the throne. You just elected him. To well, me, it's to me, it's you have one king, or you just have everyone gets to rule their own land, mm-hmm. and everyone stay the fuck out of everyone else's business. And the thing that felt the most false to me was Which was, the safest, was Yara. So because she clearly threw in for House. You know Targaryen with Daenerys. She said, Din- "I pledged uh, my allegiance to Daenerys." And then John put a, a knife in her heart. He should get what he deserves. And she's like very clearly angry. She's like, "You know, we all pledged to serve the queen, and then you guys just killed her." But then she voted for Bran. And then she, of all the people, of all the characters, and the way they've set up the Ironborn for the whole series, they probably would have been the first to be like, "Yo, bitches, we're gonna do our yeah, own thing out on the Iron Islands, do like you, deuces." They rebel. <laughs> so many times like that's their thing like hey fuck the north but it's like all right i guess they're they're down to be part of because they you would imagine they'd still be part of the separated north now but but the thing is this like if the biggest problem that these people have faced in their in every lifetime is that some king goes fucking nuts and has way too much power and that really is kind of a central theme of this season is that when you get to that level of you're about to have power it corrupts you then why wouldn't the option be, how about just no king? How about we just do away with the idea of one monarch ruler for all these? Because clearly this, if the North is so big that it can't be ruled anyway, like then what does it matter? You know, I like, think if they do there's that, there's no point though, having a king where like, but there's another king somewhere else. Like, if they let do, be I think if they do that, then the answer is that's a cop out. Like, I, again, I think this whole but going into this. I was like the symbolism of the dragon melting the throne, the symbolism of like the king's landing is burned down. This this place where the king ruled is gone. I was like 
hundred percent. I would have put money on the fact that, were, that someone was going to be like, how about just no king? How about we all just rule over our lands and everyone stays the fuck out of everyone's business. And that's it. Because if you have this much power, you're going to be eventually corrupted somehow. Well, I think the idea behind a kingdom is that you share wealth and resources amongst the kingdoms. Like one kingdom has this resource. The other kingdom has this. And that by being united, like the United States are united, like you get to share those resources amongst each other. And in order to do that, you have to have somebody running the shit at the top. Otherwise, it's just chaos. And that person at the top and throughout the seasons that we've seen, like hasn't been the corrupt one always. It's usually the people underneath. Right. Right. Like we've Tom during the show, like Tomlin was good. Robert uh, Baratheon was fine. Um, he spent a lot of money, but he was fine. Who's the other? Renly also? No, Ren- Ren- Renly was never technically yeah. king. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, but Robert led Robert's rebellion. <laughs> so, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have called him fine. Well, yeah, but, but like, after that, he did the nothing. Mad king, though. Right. But that's what I'm saying is everyone, everyone gets the wars have started because of this throne. So if They've the throne been, doesn't exist anymore, like maybe that would be actually a better way. But for wars, peace. wars were happening way before. Like, like these, this was never like a peaceful place. Like back when it was five or seven different kingdoms, they would fight amongst each other sure. constantly. That's always going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm saying is if you if the idea of like giving someone ultimate power scares you enough so that you're like we're going to elect an official like what are they thinking of seriously just took the fucking throne last time it's not like anyone had a she didn't have any lineage to that throne she shouldn't have sat on that throne she just said fuck it i'm here i'm gonna take it is that not just gonna happen when brand dies eventually 100 percent Tyrion just looked at like who's the most boring motherfucker to rule well, for the brand, next 70 years i think brand was the right choice and we see that in the next scene where he walks in and goes uh you guys just take care of stuff i'm gonna top level this and i you guys got this you guys understand cool i'm bouncing yeah. Like I get that, I get. I love the idea of you have to do it because you're the one person who doesn't want to do it. Like that's I forget. There's multiple movies like that where it's like you got to take the shield because you're the one person that doesn't want to take the shield. Mm. You know, so well, you deserve it. But again, that was why it made so much sense for John and like John's arc, and then exactly. they just yeah. don't follow through with it. They don't at all. Yeah. One of, one of my favorite tweets of the night was that you know Tyrion saying. Well, clearly, it's who's had a more uh, interesting life, and who's the who's the most interesting person here? Like, uh, the, you know, clearly, uh, Bran has this life that is, is what stories he could tell. I'd be like, and then, what? And then, no, they, what? they're saying, and in the corner, I'd be like, what? They're like in the corner, Arya, who has like shape shifted and killed the yeah. invincible Night King, is like, excuse me, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I've had a life, yeah, motherfucker. How about me? I get to be king. <laughs> she had a good like yeah. year and a half, and then afterwards, she was like, I'm not going to use any of these abilities yeah, ever again. Well, so we it's cool. We don't know that. So speaking of John, the next scene is well, they they make Tyrion the hand. Also, yes. So yeah, they yeah. force him into being the hand, and, and they and had Grey this Worms bullshit. Like, yeah, Grey Worm was just huh? like, "All right, cool guys. Um, seems like you sorted it all out. I know I wanted to kill him for talking earlier, but all right, I'm gonna go to North. I moved on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they really like swept the rug out from under Grey Worm here, but like, but he does get his own again at this so point. Cool. My hands were already like in the air of like, well, whatever, d- whatever, dude, it's fine. Um, so we get to this moment where John is in prison, Tyrion goes to visit him, um, and then they say, you know, you're getting sent to the Night's Watch, and I wrote biggest troll of all in my notes. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's John's fate, is to get sent to the Night's Watch. Also, why the hell is there Night's Watch? Tyrion's response of there always needs to be a place for, like, bad Bastards. and broken men Bastards or whatever. And broken men. Yeah. I'm like, Whatever. Are you but fucking to be, kidding me? To be fair, there should be a Night's Watch because the Night's Watch wasn't for many, many years. They weren't protecting against the White Walkers. They were protecting 
I guess uh, the wildlings. Uh, I guess the, the wildlings. wildlings. Yeah. Which we should be cool with, I guess. I, I don't know. But I also love, <laughs> yeah. I love that they close the drawbridge. And I'm like, does no one remember the giant hole that's about 20 feet that way? Where anybody just it's not 20 feet. It's actually like several hundred miles down the wall. Well, I mm-hmm. think people would probably figure that out. Um, <laughs> you know, no, they will, for sure. What I thought was w- they were going to go with this. And again, I think this would have been the best game time decision for the game. Was that if if they were like, hey, we'll, uh, if, if uh, what's the name? Grey Worm was like. We'll let Bran be king, but we have to have John's head. I thought they were going to be head John like they did Ned, and I thought that would have been a fitting end to his that story, would, yeah. like him sacrificing himself Everything. and being like, "We're gonna, we have to." Like I thought Tyrion was going to go, but like, here's what we've landed. Oh, uh, your brother is <laughs> king. Sansa is like independent north. Uh, pretty much the Starks rule everything. One small thing though, it's a we gotta cut detail. your head off. Yeah, well, he was otherwise ready the Unsullied and the yeah. Dothraki are going to fucking rage, and that's not going to be cool. Yeah. And like. And I don't buy that they were like, oh, if you kill John, the Northerners are going to be pissed off because guess what? We just elected a Northerner king. So mm-hmm. like, no, that that's the a nice compromise, are independent. right? Yeah, the Northerners are totally independent. Oh, and they're, and but they're now, independent, yeah. but they're also going to elect their own queen. Now so the, cool. the Starks control Everything. Westeros, the North, and I possibly the far North, the far north yeah. too. And it's all just the vacation like, homes right, up cool. in Tahoe. Yeah, but they're not like the Dothraki who just move on from their leaders being killed. Like they're people. Those are human yeah, beings in the north that would be pissed off that John. Right, but, yeah. if, yeah. but if the but, two I mean, other heads of the Starks though. were like, "Hey, this is what had to happen because he killed the queen," like you got, you guys have to understand, like this is what brings peace. Yeah, it sucks, but I needed a gut wrenching scene of us seeing John being beheaded to be like, "All right, that's the game." Yeah, that that would have felt more real yeah. and true to like what the the story we've known so far. Not like, also, "Hey, we're going to send you up to Castle Black," but by the way, no one's really paying attention. So you can go wherever the fuck you want because yeah. Grey Worms on another land we've never I've never seen before. Yeah. Um, also, like, I, I don't know if I agree with you saying that the North, like, I know that the North remembers is their whole big thing, but when Ramses took over, I didn't see a rebellion. A couple houses were upset, but eventually they, like, got their, like, the top of the house killed, and, and that was it. They eventually submitted. So it's like, I, I'm i sure they would have been like, oh, he died for killing the queen. I mean, yeah. you got to think. He assassinated a queen, for yeah, Christ's John sake. Yeah, Jon Snow like, right now him. is, like, like, or he did the he's right a thing. Kingslayer. Like yeah. he did the right thing is is what they a lot of them would be thinking. I, I mean, I, I it doesn't matter. I, I don't think it matters that he did the right thing. Where um, yeah, but politically, I think that that's that's yeah. that's that's where I wanted to see it go. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, he did the right thing, but he did he did the wrong thing for the right reasons. Let's put it that way. Or he did the right thing for the wrong. Either way, he had to yeah. do a horrible thing. And I think people would have been like, "Well, all right, this is what this is what's needed for peace," because that's what yeah. this whole episode was supposed to be about. Like, we have to make compromises for peace. Mm-hmm. We can't keep fighting each other. And like Grey Room kind of gets it, and then it's like, well, they're going to give me a lot of boats, so I'm bouncing. Yeah. So speaking of which, um, we get this like little dialogue moment between John and Tyrion. Was it right what I did? Because clearly John's been reflecting and thinking about this. And then Tyrion says what we did, acknowledging that he convinced John to actually kill Daenerys. Um, and then Yo, they kind bro, of bro, I I, like, I did it. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, you yeah. Didn't do it. Give me some credit. So, man. Come on, like, bro. Tag me in that fucking tweet. <laughs> <laughs> so they kind of like leave it unsaid. And then we get this nice moment where the star. All say goodbye to each other, um, where you know they're sending so John on his little yeah. uh, boat out to the ship that's going to take him to the wall. Um, Sansa is going back to the north to to be the queen of the north. Uh, Bran is going to remain the king of Westeros, and then Arya. Um, John says, "You know, you can't come visit me at the wall. Like they're never going to tell you a woman can't come into the wall. Ha ha ha! You're you're a badass, right?" Mm. And then she's like, "Yeah, but I'm not going north again. The wall sucks. <laughs> I'm yeah, not going she's like, there. I'm not going there." She's like, uh, "Then Sansa, where are you going?" She's like, "What's west of Westeros?" Let's she's go, like, baby. Nobody knows. That's where all the maps stop, and so presumably." 
probably, you know, she's going to go explore the new world, air mm-hmm. quotes. Nobody knows because people keep trying and dying. Very, very bad. Like, they just disappear. But none doesn't, of them killed the night. King. But also, I'm, doesn't the dude, the man with many faces, doesn't he, she still owe him a lot? Yeah. Like, isn't he trying to kill her still? I would imagine. But like, like, I, got I, guess, pay, I got I a debt know. to pay. I thought I thought she was going to be like, I, I got a debt to pay. I think they kind of made good. Yeah. She, yeah I think he, he kind of sent her west. Right, like her, she was going west of Westeros, and then kind of got distracted. When she was like, "Well, I'm close to Winterfell, so I'm going to do that first. She, w- yeah, once when he killed, was, once she Arya going? killed Wave, yeah, uh, I thought it she was, was going west of Westeros. He was just like, she said chill. that, yeah, back in like season end of five. I don't, remember that. Of six. I, I, I don't remember, remember that, that moment, but yeah. Yeah. so I can't say yes or no. And then after this moment, we get uh, we see um, Grey Worm on the ships with the Unsullied, saying, "You know, set a course for the Island of Noth," which I think is you know a nice throwback to him going to see Masande's home island. Um, what they're butterflies gonna do. Is gonna kill her? Yeah, yeah, he's gonna if die. They stay, if they <laughs> stay too long, yes, uh, the butterflies will kill them. <laughs> in a very, poisonous butterflies. In a very terrible way. Where I looked it up and like yeah, all no, their it's, skin it's, like falls. I mean, like you pour one out you know for from his hand and then you then you shove off yeah um but then we get uh, a couple really fun scenes um the first scene is a a kind of impactful one where we see brienne in her full gold cloaks uniform which Mm -hmm. is amazing so that she's part of the King's Guard, presumably the leader of the King's Guard, which I think we discovered yes. in, the, in the following yeah, scene. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got the book of the the gold cloaks. The white kind book of, is what it was called. I don't remember the exact name of the book, but it's this giant book that kind of tells all the stories. We got uh, we saw this with Jamie and was it Sir Barristan? Mm-hmm. Uh, like several seasons so ago, um, where they kind of write down the history of all the of the knights, knights of mm-hmm. the of the gold cloaks, and so she finishes. Jamie's story and ends it with he died protecting his queen which I thought was a really nice touch I loved all this stuff yeah that, that was, was from here on out I was like pretty happy with how things went am I the only one that saw that was like you gotta blow on the ink first yes, before you close and it we all did I was like close the handwriting though yeah, yeah, yeah like calligraphy don't fuck oh, it up that gives me anxiety I can't do that with like, <laughs> when I stand birthday cards I leave them open for like a half hour <laughs> <laughs> Um, did they they went through it really quickly and I didn't read all of it but did she add anything about killing the Mad King for like a good reason or I don't think so I think she just picked it up with because it had she she picked it up with him sacrificing like uh, his hand for her like that whole area she talked about him getting story, captured right? in the whispering wood right. yeah, 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 yeah. And so then the, sacrificing his home for whatever like uh, whatever I forgot the land the Casterly Rock when, when the right. when the um, Unsullied army came mm-hmm. uh, he sacrificed it to do the attack on Highgarden and like she and yeah, she wrote, yeah she wrote she she, she, she a wrote good a life. pretty complete history yeah. of what happened to his story she didn't say which queen she was like I'm not gonna she was like just quit Let's just put Queen. I wish she had just wrote Sister Fucker on there. <laughs> <laughs> just so everyone knows. I mean, like, let's put it this guy. way. She's not the only person that has access to this. Someone could just go in there in parentheses be like, Sister Fucker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, super, super into incest. You guys super into are it. the worst. I know. Um, so now we get probably my, my favorite Jesus scene God. of the whole finale. What? Uh, where we have Tyrion in the small console room. I love this. He is sitting in his... His chair with a hand on it. He's got his hand pin on, and then he gets up and he goes around and tidies up all Strange. the chairs. So he's like nervous. He's like, okay, yeah. we gotta yeah. get, we gotta get this First right. Because he is the king <laughs> yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah. like that, that. And I love that. But I like, they did but a we don't, we don't it. know that just yet until Bran comes in. 
And and like everyone comes in. First off, well, let's go. Let's go through who comes in. Yeah. So this we is had awesome. so like, so Davos comes in, Braun comes in, Samwell comes in, and Brienne comes in, and Samwell is holding this giant book. He's in the, the maester song, clothes. Yes, he's height. got his grand maester outfit on, which I love. Um, and he's got the song of ice and fire from the citadel, from the archmaester um, at the citadel. Uh, the story of the wars following Robert Baratheon's death. So essentially the entire series mm. of Game of Thrones as we know it. And, and then Frodo Baggins signed the book. You know, yeah, but this is great moment where Tyrion's like, how, how do I come off? Do I come off bad? What do I come off good? Is it bad? Me? Am I bad? And he's and like, it's like, beat, you're not even beat, beat. I don't believe like, you're I, mentioned. Another dumb joke, I feel like, to be like, all right. Yeah, it was it was weird. But something I enjoyed that is like outside of the episode is the actor that plays Sam uh, was interviewed. and John? Was, uh, John something something John something or other. Yeah, let me um, But name. Sam in the mm-hmm. in the show uh, was interviewed and asked like, oh, a lot of theories and rumors have the series ending with you writing the story or your character writing the story of everything that's happened. John Bradley. John Bradley. Uh, what do you what do you think about that? And he like actually gave a really thorough response. And he's just like, I really like that idea. Um, and we'll see where they actually end up going with it. He's like, but the the idea there though is that's from his perspective then. And it's like that maybe it would make a lot of sense that it was written by him for how well John is portrayed. And maybe John wasn't the, the, the things didn't happen the way that, that we saw the story. And John mm. wasn't as noble and good as everything right. said, because it's from the perspective of his friend or whatever. I'm like, this cool shit. I mean, that's just getting real ethereal, but, but like, but we've already, like seen, we've we've already seen a tinge of that though. When, when Brianne decided to kind of rewrite history a little bit with, with the, the Jamie, yeah. where it's like, I want to paint this guy in a slightly better light. And so you don't, you, who, who's to say what, how all this stuff went but, down. But, but even then, the he, Kev, like, he didn't he, I know he didn't, but then the other guy did not leaving Tyrion out of it. Like that's not, yeah, he happened. doesn't have perspective. No, the idea that Tyrion got left out of the book is like maybe a funny quip for half a second, but then you think about how impactful Tyrion was across all of those uh-huh. seasons. Not to mention that he's currently Bran's hand. He was mm-hmm. Queen Daenerys's hand. He presumably, well, he killed Lord Tywin. Like, he was thought to have murdered Joffrey. Like, his importance in that story cannot it's be tremendous. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, cannot be overstated. And so, like the idea that he just got left out because it's funny. Like I was like, so well, I didn't, see, I didn't. Sure, I didn't get that it was. I I, I get that everyone kind of had a good laugh about it, but I didn't read that it was he was left out for a comedic beat in the story. I I read that he was left out because the people who are writing the history really don't know what's going on. Yeah, and like a perfect example of that is like when Jamie back in I forget what season it was when he really breaks down why he killed the king. Mm-hmm. Everyone's perception of why he did this was that he was like this weird power hungry guy and he was like no 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 the king was fucking torturing people and I I finally broke and, and like had this horrible moral dilemma but nobody knows that and like I think that was the whole point of saying like Sam didn't write it someone from far away wrote it and the, yeah, the history is going to be wrong. in the history book right I, they didn't just leave him out they just left his motivations out yeah. like the idea that they completely left Tyrion out of A Song of Ice and Fire is bananas, it's, it's bananas. bananas. Also, I, I just feel like especially it, since he's currently the hand of the king yeah. right and you're like, naming oh, it alive, bro. A Song of Ice and Fire is very fan servicey and it's like if you're going to go fan service have Sam come out and be like, hey, me and Bran just wrote this, and he fucking can he see it. everything. Yeah. So this they is done actually that. what happened. Yeah. And it's uh, instead, having Bran be part of the writing yeah. of the book makes one hundred percent sense. Instead, it's just a <laughs> dumb throwaway joke of like, oh, we actually named it that. Like, isn't that cool? Like, this is the name of the I, series. And it's like, I audibly booed when that when they brought. <laughs> I was like, boo, that fucking sucks. <laughs> 
I, I didn't mind it being called that. I didn't mind that. Uh, I was no, dumb. I didn't care. I didn't mind well, it. Well, especially since the series is told from the perspective of each of the individual characters. And that so, would have been perfect. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it would have been better. Because a um, brand could see from their perspective. You see a lot going on. But the going, best moment yeah. is when... Um, Bran gets wheeled in. They all stand. um, And then, you know, they have this one moment where he's like, okay, this is happening with this. This is this. And then he asks, like, what's uh, what's the news on Drogon? And they're like, oh, he was seen to the Far East. And then Bran quips, the farther away, the better. Um, And then (laughs) Bran being like, well, let me see if I can find him. And then he's like, all right. You guys got the rest of it. And then Brienne says, Sir Podrick. And I was like, yay! Hell yeah, dude. The best moment! Pod got to be a knight. So exciting. Great. And then they call him like the ruler of the six kingdoms, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, long may he reign. And they all said it awkwardly. And Tyrion's like, we'll, we'll work on that. And Brand. he's like, I'm, I'm sure you I'm will. I'm sure you will. I love that. I really <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we get this fun moment where we have this banter back and forth between the different masters of their individual roles. Uh, Davos as the master of ships, Braun as the master of coin. Also, which who doesn't the fuck fucking make a terrible idea. It's because I guess he has the most money so that he can lend. Like the crown as the Lord of Highgarden. Um, yeah. So Tyrion just, making good on his debt. Another stupid fan servicey thing of like, oh, look, look at him. <laughs> but so I mean, I, I like the little back and forth where he's like, "Have we made good on this? Are you happy? Great. Can we borrow some money? <laughs> like, yeah. we have money, bro. Great. We got to rebuild all this shit now, and you got to lend it's us just, some money." It's so sad to see this show turn into like an episode of Cheers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, look at these guys; they're all happy. Almost everyone what got what the, they wanted. The only thing I like, well, the only thing I like about this scene though is that you go, you're like, okay, these people actually care, and will actually rebuild the city. Yeah. And like, you got Sir Davos, and he's going to rebuild the the fleet, and it's good. Yeah. It was good. I I like this scene. I like the scene. Um, the and only then, thing I didn't like about it was the slow zoom out. Um, like he wanted the like the credits of it like just reminded Larry me that David. There's this uh, there's a scene in Family Guy where they're walking away away from the camera and they're like, yeah, so we're just talking to hopefully our voices will get lower. Like they they <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like they reference what's going on. Yeah, it was kind of just cheesy to yeah, me. No, it was like a trope for sure. Yeah, but I, I enjoyed it. I like seeing all my yeah. characters. That I, I wasn't mad at. Yeah. There were other things that was way more I, mad. I like the brothel discussion. So, <laughs> it's yeah. like, we gotta rebuild the brothel. And yeah, then the, 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 the grandmaster being like, well. You know the archmaster says the sanitations of of brothels and blah 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 blah. Um, so then we get to our our final scenes. Uh, we get John at the wall. I gotta go. I gotta fly. Bye, Tim. But I'm sorry we didn't get to the end. It's all good. It's all good. Okay. So the last thing I have to say, I really like the shots of the Starks, like the symmetry of like over their heads and then coming towards and the camera work's really cool. Yeah. yeah. With the music playing, the yeah. walking away. Yeah. Okay. Well, have fun in Florida, Yay. Tim. Yay. We'll Don't forget you. to go see Greg and Tim at the Florida meet and greet. Yeah. Details, kindoffunny.com slash events. No. No, no it's uh, not no. there. Yeah, Just kidding. Greg's Just Twitter. Follow Twitter. Greg's Twitter. Twins, Twins, Tim's Twitters. Twitters. Tweets. Okay. Here we go. The wall. So, John is entering Castle Black, and then Tormund is there. And they get like this kind of moment where I mean, and I was kind of hoping Tormund would break into his goofy self, and he didn't. He see he stayed very serious the whole time. But you could kind of tell that John was relieved. He was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot my buddy is up here. Yeah, I got homies up here. I'm good. I'm be good." I think um, that was also, I yeah. was also a lot for the audience as well. Where we're yeah, like, "Oh, it's so sad," and hopefully he's there. And then he's the first. You see that like just a little bit yeah. of red hair, and you're like, yeah. "All right, John's gonna. He's got some people up here." Yeah, and then we get this. People. 
fantastic montage um, between John, Sansa, and Arya. So ending the f- series with the Starks as the series began with the Starks. John, presumably the Lord Commander again of the Night's Watch, is unclear. You would assume he was wearing like, the was big dead. fancy cloak. Oh, that would make him now the thousandth Lord Commander, right? Because Ed was the ninety ninth. Don't know. Um, sure. This is a question for mm-hmm. for someone else. Unless they had picked someone in the in the intermediate for brand. Yeah. potentially, <laughs> um, and then Sansa being crowned Queen of the North, the Northerners chanting Queen of the North, Queen of the North. Arya getting on her ship with the dire wolf. Dire wolf. Um, uh, what's sigil. the name of that? Sigil. It's the Stark sigil. No, no, no. The the thing Sail. that goes on the top of the ship. Masthead. Oh yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, and so I thought that was a nice little touch that they had there. And then I wrote in Catalina's ghost OMG finally. Because one of the final shots is him being reunited with ghosts before they go north of the I wall. Like and then we see them, him walking off into presumably the sunset with the uh, wildlings to start a new life with his buddy Torment. And it's funny because a couple episodes ago, people were tweeting about how funny it would be if they just, the three of them ended up having like a buddy. Uh, adventure together north of the wall, and then they did. Yeah, <laughs> so cute. Did. And that's it. And then that's it. And then the credits rolled, and that was the end of Game of Thrones. That montage I just thought was so well done. It was, it was a really the, nice the montage. Shot, yeah. The music, everything was just really, really well I, done. I hated so much of it. I know you can your head so the whole time. I mean, I'm upset. <laughs> like I, I invested a lot of time in this show. I've rewatched it so many times, and it just feels like such a departure from the show that I liked so much. Sure. And that so many people are like, "Oh, look, everyone, look at these people ending in such a happy way." Uh, no, I, I told you the yeah. where I'm at now is. We knew, like by episode two, or really by by the end of episode three, that this season wasn't going to go the way mm-hmm. that most of us wanted it to yeah. go. And I could either choose to be mad and angry about it and hang on to that anger, or I can be like, okay, well, this is the choices they made. I guess I'll just come to terms. It's with not it. the best, but I and, and appreciate it. it for what it is and enjoy some of the smaller moments because there were some really fantastic moments throughout this season, sprinkled in with some really poor storytelling choices but I mean what are you gonna do mm-hmm. be mad about it forever I guess Kevin well I mean here's the thing like uh, I was I was excited <laughs> yeah, <apparently. laughs> I mean I, I re-watched um, seasons one through seven you know like I want to say six weeks ago right mm-hmm. so it was right before it started and I was uh, excited to like have this as something that I can rewatch. I was thinking about like man when it comes out in 4k I want to buy the whole set and, and really like every couple of years sit down and be like let me watch this I'm not going to have that. Like, this, like cool, it's over. This experience for me is done. And it's just like, there's... For me, I don't think there's rewatchability for this show. Just knowing where how it all concludes, it's, mm-hmm. I have no interest in it anymore. That's and fair. And it just saddens me to lose such an awesome story or like what you know started off as such an awesome story. No, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I understand mm-hmm. where you're at. Like... Particularly the way they ended Daenerys' storyline to me was just a, a giant fucking bummer. That's the biggest. Yeah. That's the, the biggest offense for me, right? As I was watching with my wife last night, and she was like, "I just feel like that was such a bummer of how they rushed that and how it just feels totally unearned and, mm-hmm. and just totally not set up." And I think that's a hundred percent true. And to say if we got to where we're at right now. With maybe six more episodes, I think th- this would have been the best ending of the show possible. Like, I, I don't no. mind how they ended it. I just feel like how the we way got we there. got there mm-hmm. was like, was, and I, I've heard people say this, and I don't want to like mirror because it's, it's a negative sentiment, but it feels like really, really good fan fiction where you're like, this is how I wish we could all end it. And someone's yeah. like, writing, I, it, I'm, it, I'm liking what you're saying. It reminded that down, me. And here's what we're going to do. See, I, I disagree with the fact that, like, I feel like this last episode 
is very much like, oh, well, everyone's pretty much happy. I like, I get that like Tyrion didn't really want to be the hand, but like he did. Sure he's, he did. he's told us multiple sure times that he loved the game. And it just, to me, it, this, it's all about the game. this <laughs> takes the show to like a little like typical fantasy mode. And it's just like, oh man, to me, it's so disappointing. Um, it, it reminded, there were situations that happened in this last episode that reminded me of before Harry Potter book seven came out and there were like fake spoilers of like Ron and Luna get like married and stuff. And like Hagrid goes off and on, on, on an adventure and shit like that. Like there's the, like, br- again, Bran as the fucking king was still just like, a, what the fuck is happening? That feels like they chose that because no one was expecting it and it doesn't make any sense. I think that, me. again, I think that that could, if, if you'd have told me that's how this was going to end up, like, okay, cool, I'd be interested to see how they got there, and they just didn't get there. Yeah, in, they didn't get there in a, in a But if, you, if you'd have told me that in season one, like, hey, FYI, the kid that got thrown out the window is going to be king, I'd be like, cool. That actually, that could be a cool ending. But and like, again, anything could have been cool, it's mm-hmm. just they didn't quite They, did, they didn't show us it, everything that needed to lead up to it. And right. I, Again, we've said that a million times on this show, but yeah. We, uh, I, I think it was still rushed, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah, I got it. Same. Any final thoughts, anyone? No. Andrea. I want to know table. who's going to be the next three-eyed raven. Now that Bran is the king. No, I mean he's still going to be a three-eyed raven. You, you got to imagine they're going to try to put a weirwood tree in the middle of the thing, and he's going to try to embed himself in there at some point. Yeah. Do, do yeah. we think that whenever they pass time. on the king, do you think he passes on the three-eyed raven stuff to the next king? Well, the, no, the, the, the I don't three-eyed think so. it, it can't be passed on like that. Also, it's extremely rare where it's like that. It's like one, a magical yeah, gift. One in like a million people have the power to warg. And out of those, it's like one in a million can be uh, the three-eyed raven. Mm. It's oh. a green seer. It's super, super rare. Gotcha. And all the children of the forest are dead, so like, in tip, like they yeah. were all the ones that were doing that. That's where that all comes from. Don't know, man. Well, thank right. you for watching this episode of Game, and Th- Game of Thrones in Review. The next series, next uh, or tomorrow, we will be doing um, okay. Aladdin in review. <laughs> yeah, boy. And so stay well, tuned for that. That's the, the, the uh, animated. That's the version. animated version. Yeah. Then next yeah. week we'll do the live action version. Uh, uh, what's the show replacing uh, this on Mondays? Are we saying that? Have we announced that? I thought you did. Yeah, I think we did. Uh, we're doing We Have Cool Friends. Which yeah, I that was on announced. Mondays. But it's not on Mondays, it. right? No, are we are we are you we Internet Explorer is going back to the list, the cast list. No, I don't But you did announce the show. Yeah. I think Internet Explorers is staying to Thursday. I think we have cool really? friends staying on Monday. So basically we're Joey, saying, Joey, gents, Joey, come Joey. on, come on over. There's Joey, a microphone our three-eyed right raven is here. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to work into Joey. <laughs> oh, hey, everybody. Your eyes back. I'm trying. Oh, I don't like that. Joey, what's the new schedule? Uh, the, the new people. schedule is you will have, we have cool friends on Monday, but not oh. next Monday because it's Memorial Day. Oh, that's right. Uh, so we won't have any shows, any of the daily shows that day. We're off that day. Then okay. it'll be normal rest of the week. And then Mondays will be, we have cool friends. Internet Explorer is staying on Thursday. Huh. Rocking. There Everything you go. else. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, in season. the comments below, let us know what you thought of the final episode of Game of Thrones. Let us know if you're excited for the prequel series that will hopefully be so good. We'll do another podcast series for that. Everyone, <laughs> uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, love you guys. This has been really fun. Really cool. Remember to subscribe to this channel. Hit that little bell notification. And uh, on Wednesdays, watch KFAF for streaming. Special the All right. Mm-hmm. Bye. And now this series is